Hi love, I'm Kath. Welcome to the Rising Modern Woman Podcast. I'm a lifestyle blogger and a mindset mentor. If you love personal development, spirituality, and manifestation, this podcast is meant for you. Here, I share golden nuggets that can help you as you navigate life and create the life of your dreams. Hello guys! Thank you for choosing to spend time with me today. I actually prepared a different topic for this week but then I received a really thought-provoking question and I want to expound on it really well because I think that many of us are struggling with this right now. I honestly think that the pandemic contributed to the intensity of this topic. Left with ourselves most of the time, we were forced to face some of the questions that we somehow want to escape and not give an answer to. So here's the question that I received. Being in the age range of 20s to 30s is really confusing. To the point that you don't know where you're going or where the path will lead you. What advice can you give to those young adults who are still wondering about their purpose in life? That question really took me back. I struggled so much with this ever since I was young. When I was a child, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to draw all day and make stories. When I grew older, I wanted to become a lawyer. I also wanted to pursue IT. I developed a love for coding when I was in high school and I wanted to try it. However, I still have that desire to become an artist so I was planning to take a course related to arts. Yet, being the eldest daughter in her family, I had so many things to consider back then. I ended up choosing marketing management as my course, thinking that it was one of the courses that can allow me to apply to almost every company, making it easier for me to be able to help my family earlier. It's fair to say that I still enjoyed my marketing course because it allowed a part of my creativity to flourish planning strategies, exploring advertising, and understanding how marketing is an integral part of any business or organization kept my interest alive. I did not regret my decision back then and I finished college with flying colors. But then, getting out of college was a total shock. There was no curriculum, I was able to navigate education so well because I knew how to get the results that I wanted. Life really hits you hard. With no structure, no manual, no teacher telling me what to do, what steps I should take, if I was making it or not, I was incredibly lost. Working for years did not light me up the way I thought it would. I felt stuck. I felt like I was wasting my young years and questions kept popping up. Is this what I want to do forever? Is this what I was meant to do? I have this innate desire to create an impact and give something of value to the world and yet I feel like I was a mere ant in a colony back then. It ultimately led me to asking myself, what's my purpose in life? What's my purpose in life? That was one of the biggest questions in my head when I decided to change my life way back 2019. Slowly but surely, the picture I was painting became clearer as time went by. Before giving any sort of advice, I want to say that this feeling of being lost and confused is a completely normal feeling and it's okay. Before anything else, I want you to let go of any shame or guilt that you're feeling right now. 
It's okay to feel lost right now and you are not alone. Our closest peers or the people our age range might not be out there announcing and parading everywhere about how lost they are, but I'm sure that most of us are feeling this way. So don't put yourself into much pressure. The world does not expect us to get our shit together at this age. We are still discovering many things about ourselves and we are still learning and growing. Don't feel compelled to know exactly what your purpose is and beat yourself up for not having any idea. It's okay to take your time because eventually everything will fall into place. Embrace this state of confusion as a blessing and um, as an opportunity or a blessing in disguise. If you don't know where you want to head yet, you can take more chances and grab more opportunities. This is an exciting time if you really look at it. We are in the path of self-discovery and we are unraveling every bit of ourselves and weaving our dream lives. The first advice I would give to anyone confused and struggling right now is to take time to know yourself. What are your strengths? What do people notice about you? What are your weaknesses? What are your values? Sometimes we are too preoccupied in surviving that we forget how capable we are in so many things. When people at your job, for example, ask you to do something, take note of how your body reacts. Are you excited for that activity? Or do you want to hide and run and escape that activity as soon as possible? The answers are actually inside of us. There are things that we naturally love doing and things we're good at. Another important question to ask is, what am I curious about? Oftentimes, in seeking what our purpose in life is, we get caught up in wanting to know what our passion is. However, passion is something that is intense. It's fiery and we might feel down because it is not something that we already know in the beginning. There are the lucky ones who are able to pinpoint it at an early age, but most of us don't even know what we're passionate about. That is why knowing what we are curious about is important as well. What makes you go, hmm, I want to learn more about this. Hmm, how would it feel and what could be the result if I learn more about this? Oftentimes, the things that we are curious about are those that we are genuinely interested in. We can all start from there. I think I want to give an, an example. I was so interested in getting my life back together with quotation marks, and even in my lowest points, I kept a journal, I planned, I was constantly seeking ways of how I could be a better person. I didn't know that there was a term for that which I came to know as personal development. It all started from there and I realized way, way far from the future, which is right now at the current moment, that I want to talk about it. I want to help people know about it. I want to cheat, cheat. <laughs> I want to teach about it. It started simply because I was curious. I was curious about it. Another concept I would like you guys to know and observe is the state of flow. The state of flow is when you're completely immersed in doing something that you lose track of time and everything just flows effortlessly. For me, that happens when I write my podcast episodes or whenever I write uh, articles or blogs about topics that matter to me. Uh, the words just keep pouring in and I lose track of time. I forget the outside world and just 
completely focus on the words uh, flowing to me. The activity that gets you in this state says a lot about what can be your potential purpose or passion. Take time to ask yourself, when do you feel at ease in doing something, completely forgetting everything else and just letting energy, ideas, and creativity flow in you? This is also an important advice. Aside from introspection, make sure to invest time in self-discovery. This refers to taking action actually putting yourself out there once you find something that you're curious about let's take photography as an example if you realize that you're curious about it take time to feed your mind take free master classes follow your favorite photographers learn about the techniques and research about it on your free time you can even practice using your mobile phone. The beauty of this age is that everything is handed out to us effortlessly. You can find everything on the internet. There is a ton of free good stuff out there. Even if you are simply testing the waters, you don't have to shell out your shit. <laughs> you don't have to shell out your savings to see if something will be a good fit for you. You don't even have to quit your job. You can try it as a side hustle or a hobby and learn it after work. It pays off to use the resources available to you. Listen to free podcasts, watch YouTube videos, and the list goes on and on. One important thing to note is that we are more capable of taking big leaps at this age. At this point, we have fewer responsibilities. Once we get to the age when we're paying for that car, that home, or raising kids, if that's part of your plan, it will be harder to take risks because there are so many factors to consider. Right now is the best time to take action. I always hear this from my favorite YouTuber, Lavender. You are the youngest you will ever be right now. Let that sink in. It kind of scares me sometimes when I think about it, but it also gives me a push when I feel like putting off the activities that I think will fuel my growth. What am I waiting for? I'll be the youngest I'll ever be right now. I think another good advice is to look at the people you admire. Where are they in life and what makes you look up to them? This can also give you a clue on what you want to do or what you desire to reach. For example, I really look up to my mentors and the common denominator that I see in all of them is that they are financially independent, they are making their mark in the world by helping women get out of their comfort zones and improve their lives in general, they are also outliers. They deviated from the standards of the society and lived life on their own terms and are successful because of that. That speaks volume whenever I think about it. A big part of what I see in them is also what I want to achieve. So try to think about the people you admire. What is it in them that attracts you? The last tip I would give is a practical one because it's actually one worksheet that I did when I was feeling lost. It was the Ikigai worksheet. I will really suggest you to do that worksheet and I provided a download link in the show notes below for you to have a visual. Basically, Ikigai is a Japanese concept and the word refers to your purpose in life, your reason for living. The Ikigai Venn diagram is the worksheet to be filled. It's composed of four quadrants, namely what are you good at, what you love to do, 
what the world needs and what you can be paid for. And since we love um, diving into specifics here, I will be sharing with you what I actually wrote in here about a year ago. I actually had to stop recording last night because of my allergic rhinitis. And if you can still hear um, how my voice sounds different because of it, <laughs> then just ignore it and let's keep going. So the first quadrant, what you are good at, simply refers to the skills, gifts, talents that come naturally to you and these are the activities or anything else that you can do with ease. And I wrote the following there. Communication, writing, planning or organizing, being disciplined, having a strong work ethic and empathizing. So the next quadrant, which is what you love, may refer to activities or any kind of things or topics that naturally excite you and really makes you very interested. And for me, that's spirituality, nature, art, music, planning and organizing again, self-development, learning, astrology, structure. Yeah, that's what I placed in there. And the third quadrant, which is what the world needs, may refer to what you can offer to the world to make it a better place. So what can you give or do that can help the society or other people in some way? And what I wrote in there was compassion, kindness, empathy, an awakening about our connectedness, uh, someone who can mentor people to step into their power, real power and authenticity. And of course, I also wrote support. The last quadrant is what you can get paid for. So this may refer to the skills that other people can pay you for, your expertise, your honed abilities. And what I placed in there was my marketing skills, my writing skills, uh, social media management, and of course, my real estate skills since I'm working in the field of real estate. So what then? After listing everything, you can now derive your sweet spot. What overlaps? You can take time to sit on this and ponder and don't pressure yourself. And tag me if you try to do it. I actually shared this activity because what I'm currently doing is basically what matched the result of my Ikigai activity about a year ago. It's amazing to realize that RMW is a byproduct of all those introspection, thinking, and planning, and many, many months of asking myself what I really want to do and how I can somehow help and create a positive impact. Looking back, the old me who was a mess could never even bear the thought of showing up and speaking her mind. I have a lot of things in my mind and a lot of goals for this, but just having something that makes me feel happy and inspired every day gives so much light to my life. One question you can ask yourself as well is, what would I do for free? Like, really, if money wasn't an issue, what is something you can do on the daily with such passion, inspiration? And hey, I understand you because it's sometimes so easy to talk ourselves out of taking action or taking big leaps even when what's in front of us feels so aligned. We fear failure at such a great extent and it's totally understandable. Even though it's hard to think about it this way, the way I see it all is that failure is already success in itself. Because if you have failed, you have tried. And trying comes with learning. Trying comes with building habits, mindset, 
skills and grit grit and mental strength that you will need and propel you to success there is indeed no waste even if you feel like you have failed everything we go through in this life teaches us something it is a gift in itself Another thing that I want to share is something that I have come across while speaking to one of the best people I have met since starting RMW, Jamie, the creator of The White Walls. You can follow her as well on Instagram at The White Walls at The Period White Walls. She has a podcast as well and she is an amazing coach. I narrated to her how I felt like I was selfish for trying to pursue something that I wanted for myself without considering the feelings of the people around me. What she told me almost made me tear up. She told me that we shouldn't feel bad about investing in ourselves, stepping into our power, or pursuing our dreams. We own our lives. We are literally the decision maker in our lives and this is one beautiful life that we get to live. It's such a waste not to live it in alignment with what lights our soul up. We might think that we are merely doing this for ourselves but rising to our truest selves and embodying the person we are meant to be is serving the world. It is serving the people we love the most. Through this, we can inspire others and create a greater impact. We allow others to see what they can do as well. It's so beautiful to think about. And before ending this topic, I want to say something which I think is really important. On the journey, we might come to a conclusion that we only have one purpose or one mission in life. But the thing is, it doesn't have to be this only one thing and it doesn't have to be the same thing as we continue to grow we know ourselves more and more and we discover new interests thinking that there is only one thing we are meant to do in this world would restrict us and will not allow us to enjoy the things that we have now so don't pressure yourself too much be gentle with yourself and don't beat yourself up for not knowing what you want to do right now Always, always, always give yourself space to understand and love yourself more. I guess this is all I want to share in this episode. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this. And as always, I'm wishing you a wonderful day ahead or maybe night ahead. I love you and you are supported. Sending all my love and see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Feel free to ask questions on my website, risingmodernwoman.com. Wishing you a wonderful day ahead and I'll see you in the next episode.